Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck. We're beginning another week of Fire on the Earth, the program dedicated to the promotion of Catholic mission and evangelization. Hope you had a wonderful and restful weekend, an opportunity to celebrate the Lord's Day with your spouse, your family, and friends, and and to be able to be fed by the Lord, by His Word, and by sacrament, by His body, blood, soul, and divinity. And, you know, the, the Catechism reminds us that the the bread of life is both Word and sacrament. It's the Word. That's why we have both, you know, the readings and the liturgy. We never, and the, and the sacrament, we never have the sacrament alone. It's always a combination when we come together liturgically in the public ritual worship of the Church for the celebration of the Mass, these two fundamental realities, the Word of God feeds us. It feeds our mind. The Word of God is living. It's active, Scripture says. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's the instrument through which the Lord renews our mind, that is the Holy Spirit present in us, makes the words of God, who is the author of the Word of God, come alive in us. And it cleanses us. It delivers us from darkened ways of thinking and emotional, spiritual weight that often is upon the human mind and the human heart and the temptation to fall to deceptions and to give in to folly. The foolishness of the world and the wisdom of God is given to us in the Word of God. It's so precious and it's powerful and life-changing. So today I want to talk about, and maybe this whole week we'll kind of break open this theme is the difference between the wisdom of God and the folly of man, or as Paul would say in 1 Corinthians, uh, he talks about what is the, the power and the wisdom of God, and how God has given like ultimate wisdom to the weak, to the simple, to the humble, and he's kept it from the proud, and he keeps it from the proud because the proud don't want it because they rely so much on their own pride. You know, Psalm 14 says, The fool says in his heart there is no God. Think about how many people today who are in positions of tremendous power globally, uh, whether it's some of the tech giants that are in the world, some of the leading politicians, some of the people driving the global reset, things like that, who just completely acknowledge they they don't believe there is a God. We're the only ones here. And they're ultimately our mind and our will is what's going to save us, is uh, right the power of man rather than the power of God. And God's word is timeless. It's really God. It's God speaking. He says, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. Well, who is the fool? Not just back in the time of the Psalms, but today. It's foolish to deny the reality of God, the Creator. And there's incredibly problematic consequences when leaders of nations, when the powerful that are influencing the world drive and create a whole new worldview, a whole new culture, and building up and coming to solutions about what's best for man, what's best for society, apart from the knowledge of God. Without the knowledge of God, we can't understand ourselves. 
One of the reasons why the culture is spinning into madness and foolishness and we're losing hold of what is a human being fundamentally when the biggest crisis in the world, despite the wars and financial issues and political corruption and all that, that everyone's aware of the biggest battle. And it's, it's shocking that we're living through this is the battle for identity. What is a human being? We've lost hold of it. Why have we lost hold of it? The people in the world will say, or those who do not know God or reject God or refuse to believe in God say, no, this is an advance. This is our wisdom. This is, revelation to us you know of our own our own making greater insight we're wiser than any people in history right we're wiser than the wisest of the past because we see now we redefine freedom and we redefine truth so what the world calls advance and progress and and great achievement that we celebrate god exposes the folly of it all Without God, without the knowledge of God, without seeing ourselves in the light of God and God's revelation, man walks in darkness. Jesus said he calls darkness light. His darkness becomes his light, which is what? It's no light at all. And that's why we see such shocking things in the world. Like, you know, I live in the state of Michigan and just, you know, a year and a half ago or whatever it was, the governor, you know, just aggressively pushed an abortion law that literally now is in the constitution of our state. Like, like the desperation of we've got to get this. We've got to be able to kill babies. If we can't, we're not going to be free. We're not going to be liberated. That somehow you talk about deception. And many, many baptized people voted for that. This is why, friends, we need to seek first the kingdom of God and his way and seek the wisdom of God and walk with humility. Because if we rely on our own resources, we're going to walk in the foolishness and under the influence of foolish leaders throughout the world, powerful, what we call powerful people who are designing a world apart from God. And it's always a world against man, against the dignity of man. I guess what's fundamentally good for the human person, it's dominated by selfishness and pride and fear of death and anxiety and the passions dominating, things like that, instead of the peace that's in the human heart, right? That's really walking with God and is humble before God. So I want to look today at 1 Corinthians, kind of begin this reflection together this week on the wisdom and the power of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Let me read that again. It's a really, really important verse here in the word of God. This is St. Paul. For the word of the cross, what's that? It's the, it's the whole proclamation of the death of Jesus his conquering sin, what happened when that man died, the revelation of God, the love of God, the revelation of the sin of man, the sin-sick condition of man, the revelation that humanity needs salvation, the reality that God is our Father, God is love, 
that Christ has come. Jesus means Savior has come to save us. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the very power of God. This simple word of a, the proclamation of a crucified and risen Savior, which we'll see as we read on, whether it's the Gentile world, whether it's Jewish people and rabbis at the time, it's folly, it's foolishness for the Jewish person to say, no, a dead Messiah, no, humiliated, crucified, naked outside the walls of the city of Jerusalem, this is madness. This has nothing to do with God and God's great power. For the Gentiles who lean into the wisdom of the Greeks here, what Paul is talking about in this particular letter is to say, you know, we're going to rely on the wisdom of men. That's where, that's where the answer is. That's where our hope is. And Paul's declaring very clearly that any man who's relying simply on our own mind, our own resources, and has not surrendered to the wisdom of God as a fool. Verse 19, it says, For it is written, this is from the Old Testament, this particular verse, For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the cleverness of the clever I will thwart. Man's wisdom is really folly. God laughs at man's wisdom, and God will destroy it. It's been judged on the cross. The radical pride of mind and independent will of the human person has been condemned on the cross of Jesus Christ. Jesus reveals to us what is a man, what, is a, what does it mean to be human? How are we meant to live? Where does the human person find meaning, dignity, destiny, identity? It's found in him. And what he reveals to us that what is truly great, the definition of greatness, he reveals on the cross. What's a great human being look like and what, what gets crowned and rewarded and celebrated in heaven? What does a meaningful and holy life look like? It's perfectly revealed on the cross and the wisdom of God. Jesus reveals the love of the Father. Jesus reveals what it means to be a child of God and how we ought to live, to humble ourselves, to become obedient, even unto death, death on the cross. And for this God, the Father has highly exalted his Son, and so he will exalt all who are in the Son, who embrace the way of Jesus, the humility, the meekness, the poverty of spirit, celebration of you know, the love language of heaven, the, the commandments of God, yielding to them, embracing them, opening our heart to them, finding them. There are food, like Jesus said, my food is to do the will of him who sent me. This is wisdom. The world says, how can that be wisdom? The guy who taught that stuff died naked on a cross, rejected we know he rose again. Verse 20, where is the wise man? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? 
For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom, it pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. So who's the wise man? So is it, is it the, the rabbi, the master of the Torah? Is it the great Greek philosophers? Who's the scribe, right? Who is the debater? Who's the one who has the real knowledge? Who has saving knowledge? Who has true foundational knowledge that reveals reality itself? God and man. Has not God made foolish all of this wisdom of the world through the cross of Jesus Christ? And I love this line that, for since in the wisdom of God, now here's God's wisdom, for the world did not know God through wisdom, through its own resources, through its own interpretation of Torah, or whatever. It pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. Like, what is the true wisdom? It's the wisdom that saves. It, that solves the human problem, the death problem, the sin problem, and brings about a new creation. How does that come to us? By our own wisdom? By like the Greek philosophers or the trained rabbis? How does it come? It comes to human beings through what is preached. The power of God, the cross of Jesus Christ. God's plan of salvation for the human race. That's where it's accessed, right? The wisdom of God is folly to the world, and the wisdom of the world is folly to God. God bless you, friends. Have a good day. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth, would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash foe. That's renewalministries.net slash foe. FOE.